Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss Frozen and Frozen 2. You don't have to have seen either film to enjoy the podcast, but if you do proceed and listen without having seen them, just be aware that we discuss the plot, so there will be spoilers. Enjoy. <laughs> Hello. Do Ola. you want to do a podcast? <laughs> Talk about romantic films. <laughs> there might be a shit piece or two. You never know. Let's watch some films. That's how it goes, right? <laughs> That's exactly how it goes, including the hesitations. <laughs> Sorry, list, all the listeners can't see as I've got my um, my son's Olaf the Snowman doll in my place instead of me. It's very good. Yeah. It's a very good quality Olaf. It is. It's very good. It's a little. It's mildly creepy, isn't it? Well, Olaf is but, is creepy. Let's be honest here. Yeah. In fact, well, the, when the first time he appears um, on screen, or as as himself, um, he like his head rolls off, and Kristoff picks it up and goes, "You're creepy." And I'm like, "Yes, you are correct, Kristoff. You are correct." Yeah. He's a he's a creepy dude, as old Olaf. Yep. He is played by our main man, Josh Gad. Yes. We are Josh glad that he is in this movie. <laughs> Certainly. Tis the season to be glad still, although this is going out on New Year's Day, so Happy New Year! Happy New Year. I hope there's lots of baggage from 2020 that you can let go. <laughs> and leave on the baggage carousel for someone so, else to find and deal with. Let it go, let it go. I can't <laughs> deal with this shit anymore. Let That's it how it go. goes. Let it go. This shitty year is done. Here we stand in the light of day. Yes. Um, Pandemic so, never bothered me anyway. So, so Frozen is a film that came out in 2010 and is about some people <laughs> getting murdered on a chairlift. Yeah, they get stuck on a chairlift and bad things happen to them. Um, and then Disney took that property and made a very bold remake in 2013 where they changed all of it there's no murder there's no (laughs) no chairlift um and instead it is about it's about an ice princess and hijinks ensue there's a fair bit of almost murder but no actual murder and and i think more than any other movie we've talked about on this podcast this is the one that i think people have likely have seen before the episode comes out just because it's been impossible to avoid watching frozen i don't know what you're saying about under the cherry moon but (laughs) you need to stop right now yeah purple rain under the cherry moon obviously everyone watched at age five yeah (laughs) i watched it coming out the womb as per mandatory viewing in the UK, everyone is made to watch Purple Rain. Um, they send out DVDs free with the mail on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, as, this per, is true. as per Prince's request. Before DVDs existed, it was VHS tapes, like taped to the front of the mail on Sunday. They couldn't even get it through the door, but they were forcing them in through the <laughs> letterbox. Massive laser discs just being <laughs> thrown through people's windows. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's what it was like being born in the 80s in the UK. Yeah. 
just really violent paper boys just throwing stuff at you all the time. <laughs> yeah, massive laser discs. What's is, it going to be today? Is it going to be from Prince today, or are we going to get something from the Telegraph that's been aligned with Sting and the Police? Oh, yep, yep, that's true. Yeah. They always love the police, or as they're now known, Sting. <laughs> exactly. You know what Sting's um, real name is? Uh, it was um, David Lynch's June Sting, isn't it? That's his full name. <laughs> yes, it's Jonathan Eaglecrutch. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Sting, I did know his name. It's something incredibly boring, isn't it? It's Gordon Sumner. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I only know that because that came up on the family quiz this week. He's, My Uncle John uh, did a mastermind quiz, which oh, was very great. Nice. We came like second, I think, as our, our subject was Disney animated films. We did very well, but that was on the general knowledge round. Um, and he was a he was a teacher, wasn't he? Before he became Sting and the Police of what nonsense? <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> Love a bit of love a bit of sting on the police. No, Every to be fair, the police have some very good songs, and Andy Summers, I think, is actually a relatively underappreciated guitarist. Like people don't yeah. even know who he is because Sting is the big personality, but he's the one who's playing that riff in Every Breath You Take, where you have to contort your fingers in a weird way. So, fair play to him. Yeah, exactly. Um, best Stalkers anthem, Every Breath You Take. That's yeah. not being me being stuck snarky. It is about the 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 dangers of love isn't it really and they yeah. they get quite weirded out when people play it at their weddings and things like that because that's not what it's meant to be about yeah there's a handful of songs like that as well like the one i love by rem being another one where it's actually like an anti-love song but people think it's to people take it at face value yes exactly exactly um and obviously how can you forget desert rose desert the rose absolute jam I don't know if uh, I've heard it. <laughs> it came out and it, it uh, released in the year 2000 and it was a dawn of a new era of music from Sting. Um, <laughs> Sounds ominous. But, but Sting is not in Frozen, unfortunately. I no. would love it if he was. I mean, given that he um, was in June, it's not out of the realm of possibility, is it? No, yeah, he could have played Olaf, couldn't he? Yeah, he'd have been good. Don't... <laughs> Every breath you take is full of mist because it's cold out. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't need to take breaths because he's a snowman. Roxanne, you don't have to put on the heat lamp as I'm not. <laughs> don't put on the heat lamp. Yeah, I can see that. Elsa, yep. put on the heat lamp. Every exactly. little thing she does is ice magic. <laughs> Um, so, uh, anyway, Frozen. We all know Frozen. You yeah. couldn't escape Frozen. It was a thing. You cannot escape Frozen. It's a, it's a phenomenon. Yeah, it was everywhere. Um, and I think that generally it was deserving of the, f- the, the manic love that it had. It's a billion um, dollar property. You know that Disney's made over yeah. a billion dollars from it. The, as an intellectual property, which is crazy money, even in even in Disney terms, five million dollars alone from Olaf branded sex toys. Is that right? Enough? No, mm, that is not. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't put it. You wouldn't put it. Sting faster, would, would use you? one of those when he's being tantric. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but um, but yeah, and, and I think it's fairly deserving. I think that 
it was it was kind of the, the the solidification of what Disney had started to do with Tangled, which was released a few years beforehand, which was starting to turn a little quirky eye at its own practices in its in its musical animated numbers. Um, and Whilst also can, having great songs. Whilst also having great songs. So so Tangled has some great numbers and also it has a really um it has a really interesting story and it does a lot of um interesting work with its characters but and the voice of really... mandy moore star of yes. a president for the president <laughs> exactly um and then they really refined that for frozen where there's a lot about this movie that kind of goes yeah you shouldn't be doing what we did in previous movies this 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 teenage girl does not know <laughs> to marry someone after meeting them for one day you got engaged um, to a guy you just met it's it's almost a complete reversal of what you see in in films like the little mermaid um and and obviously there's been other movies that have really sort of solidified having more complex characters so i think um aladdin does a really good job at that i think beauty and the beast as well actually has some of that elements people always go beauty and the beast stockholm syndrome but that's a that's said by the same people that think that die hard is a christmas movie yeah um (laughs) people who refuse to recognize the genius of gaston (laughs) exactly exactly um whereas i think disturbed me to see you frozen It's been impossible to miss you, Frozen. Um, and and But I think Frozen does a really good job of that, where I go, yeah, that's not how love works. And yeah, there's actually nothing wrong with having a lead female character that doesn't fall in love at the end of the movie. And that's fine. And that's great. Yeah. Um, and I think that's quite a refreshing thing. And obviously it comes with it it brings a load of jams you've got we can say this with authority as well because we've watched a lot of films with romance in them yeah we are 200 of them we are um love experts love experts to quote christoph we are the love experts (laughs) or you know as the love experts are revealed to be small ragged rock-like trolls (laughs) that's exactly what i am i am also (laughs) stocky and heavy (laughs) and covered in moss (laughs) <laughs> that's just my my status in life yeah um, yeah no the first time i saw you at, across the the crowded university i i thought you thought so he's a bit of a, a fixer upper there's <laughs> just a round rock covered in moss <laughs> sitting in a in a um lecture theater yeah and you think mm, what's that doing there and then yeah. i unroll from my rock and i start singing <laughs> Yeah, um, and, it, and the lecturer got the very annoyed, and I was yes. like, "I like this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. He's disruptive. <laughs> That's what we want in our education." <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, so 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 Frozen. Um, Actually, my memory is that I met you in a nightclub. Is that correct? Yes, we did. The we first time we were in the same halls, but the first I think, time I met you, and I think we talked about Metallica as part of one of our first conversations. Ah, that sounds about it. right. Yeah. And I then you rolled right. up into your rock-like form, you rolled around the dance floor, and we both got kicked out. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Good um, times. <laughs> but Frozen, it, it has a really interesting story, it has good characters, and it's got those jams, you know. Um, do you want to build a snowman? Um, yes. The one about eating, stuffing your face and opening the gates is yeah. good. Hang in there, Joan you've got um you've got totally gonna make sweet love Uh, (laughs) that's what it's called that's what it's called all the kids go around singing that um love is love is an open door oh yeah 
Um, obviously, you've got to let it gonna go. Gonna make some sweet love. <laughs> gonna make some fucking love. <laughs> to the woman that I just met. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it, that's how it is. Um, and then Prince you've Superhands got, um, of the Southern oh, Obviously, you've got let it go. Um, yeah. Let it go, let it go. I don't want to live anymore. That was the original lyrics, and they realised it was too deep, uh, too dark for the, the 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 song. So they had to, you know, mix they it thought, around a bit. This is never going to be on every Christmas compilation henceforth if we don't sanitise it a little <laughs> if bit. We don't get rid of the suicidal messaging yeah. of this movie. Um, but but obviously that is the number one jam. You've got a bit of a fixer upper. Um, yep. They they cut the shred metal song from. Um, from the evil Hans Gruber type, yeah, um, where he was like, "I'm an evil motherfucker. I'm gonna dissolve your kingdom." <laughs> Is that right? Did he have a song planned? <laughs> no. Well, maybe. Yeah, I don't. Know. I could. I could have seen that happening. Where he gets, I would have loved it. Yeah, after he like is going to give her the true love's kiss, and then he doesn't, and everyone's like, oh, "Shock horror!" He's the he's the bad guy. He there. He then should have had like a Enter Sandman style ballad, like rock ballad, <laughs> just yeah. like jumped up. I'm gonna commit treason. That would have been so good. Genuinely, would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have been great. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't happen. Um, the closest thing a, you get to that are the alternate versions of the songs of Frozen Two that play over the credits, but we'll get to that. But it's 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 great though, isn't it? Frozen. Like yeah. I, I know people hate on it a lot, but I think it's genuinely a wonderful little animated movie. Good. I'm very very glad because I was all ready for you to start tearing it apart. But you know, it's it's one of those things that is everywhere, and I think if a thing is everywhere and you don't like it or don't get it or feel that it's not for you, you just say, oh, come on. And I'm sure a lot of people our age think that it's just a kid's film, but which it is. So, you know, you do have to go into it thinking, okay, this is a kid's film, but, you know, enjoy it, man. Why not, you know? Yeah, it's it's got it's got fun little moments. It's got moments of action, you know. They get chased by wolves that they then brutally maim. Yep. Um, there's a big <laughs> snowman who tries to murder them. <laughs> and um, says, go away. In a very funny way, yeah. Um, which is great. Um, Actually, no. He says it in like a really depressed way, doesn't he? It's like go away. <laughs> and then you've got um, Olaf. Is obviously he's a creepy little sob, but he's also very funny. So when he's walking along and goes, "Oh no, I've been impaled." Um, <laughs> I thought you would enjoy that. When I watched this, I was funny. thinking, "I bet that's a, that's the moment that Rob enjoys." Yeah, and and I do. I enjoy the little. Olaf quirks when he says um who's your stinky friend and who's the reindeer or something like that who's well. the funky looking donkey yeah that's right yeah it's yeah. it's that's great um and um and he's got the sweetest line of dialogue where he says some people are worth melting for um and so so he ticks all the boxes doesn't he he's got his own little jammy song where he wonders what it's like to be a snowman in summer yeah um yeah, and so a little, little little jazzy jaunty break from from the action. I think it comes at the perfect time in the film, right? Yeah, yeah. And so overall, I think Frozen it it's a very clever, very refined animated movie that shows that Disney had learnt from what Shrek was doing several years earlier in terms of circumventing the traditional fantasy movie for kids and instead doing something a little bit different. 
Um, and you, and you've seen it work in other properties as well, like How to Train Your Dragon mm. is another really good one that that mi- mixes around that format. Um, but what was refreshing was seeing Disney take on their what was going to be one of their most highly anticipated movies and then actually do a little bit of that in it. And it, it, it's not radical, you know, this isn't, um, this isn't them going, Oh, let's, let's, let's just really destroy what we've built up to this point. You know, it's still yeah. a story about princesses and magic and love. It's not Disney's Lenin overthrows the bourgeoisie, is it? <laughs> no, Which is exactly. what I want. <laughs> um <laughs> sorry i'm disney. following too many like marxist meme accounts now that's basically all that's on my instagram <laughs> and i'm really enjoying it i mean you've got to do that i'm i i've i'm just um i've i've primarily been following recently um garfield remix comics oh yeah yeah um so things where it's like the last the last um panel of every garfield comic is replaced with one specific panel of him being thrown through a window or things like that um and it just it never stops being funny um but but yeah so that's but yeah it's not um it's it's not reinventing the wheel here but they do enough to make people recognize that they they are able to adapt with the times and i think that's part of the reason why this film has been liked by adults as much as it has by kids because it tells a good story, but it's also clever, and it also gives a few nods to the audience to say, "Yeah, we know what we're doing. Don't worry. Yeah, we know that we 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 can accept that Shrek exists and is funny primarily because it makes fun of what we've been doing for the last sixty years, and we can learn to to adapt a little bit to it." Yeah, and we don't need to involve Eddie Murphy in any way. <laughs> no, we've got Josh Gad to be the <laughs> the, the the strongly voiced, animated, cute character. We yeah. don't need we don't need him um but yeah but instead in but instead you know they they do have their little mascots so obviously olaf was the big one for this movie but then you've also got the and troll sven. people as well i love sven Sven's and my guy. sven sven is great and there's a baby sven as well at the beginning you know like everyone's all oh, baby yoda this baby yoda that now what about baby sven he was a baby before there were any babies do you do you want to know Baby Yoda's real name? I know Baby Yoda's real name. I haven't even seen The Mandalorian, but everyone's referring to Baby Yoda as something else now on the internet. Fuck that. Baby Yoda is called Baby Yoda. <laughs> Shut up. I still... Stupid I watched nerds. The, I, I, st- I watched the episode and I still refer to him as Baby Yoda. Good. You can't call him his real name. His real name is Baby Yoda, motherfuckers. Oh, you were going to tell me that his real name is Baby Yoda. <laughs> No, no, but that's good, that's good. his true name. That's his true name. But I was I was going to ask if you wanted to know his name, but yeah, I, I won't it's say Gollum. it since you, since you don't want to know in case there's any listeners who don't know and don't want it ruined for them. Oh, is it like a spoiler that his name is a name? Well, yeah, I suppose so. You don't. It's it's a moment of them finding out about the the backstory of Baby Yoda, which right. is that he. But I've come across secretly that just the Sith Lord. Who is behind the destruction of of the Jedi? He's actually Palpatine. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. Does that mean Ray's going to come up at some point as well? Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> she just it just pops up. Twenty episodes of the Mandalorian later, there's all this cool stuff happens, and then Ray just pops up at the end and goes, "Hey, Palpatine had sex," and then just runs off. <laughs> Baby Yoda just <laughs> just turns up at the, they're going to do an extended cut of the rise of Skywalker to try and fix all the absolute shite in it which is going to be impossible because that movie was fucking Please refer ruined. back to the episode we did this time last year for our thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 
it's one of those things where people have started vaguely whispering about all of this cut content from that film which could salvage it cut in the same content. way in <laughs> cut content yeah um where they've um in, in the same way that you know uh justice league uh zack snyder's justice league is a thing where, oh yeah and now they've spent 50 million remaking it Yes, where they've been adding all of these additional bits, which, you know, is great for fans of it. And, you know, fair play to you guys if you if you wanted to see Zack Snyder's vision for Justice League. Not so great for those of us who think, man, they could have put that 50 million into making an entirely new movie. Yeah, maybe something original. That would have been fun to see them make an original movie rather than add 50 million into an existing movie that not many people liked that much. Maybe Um, something with cute reindeer and little (laughs) snowman guys and trolls rolling around and singing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, But uh, but yeah, people have been whispering, oh, maybe they'll do the same thing with The Rise of Skywalker, ignoring the fact that The Rise of Skywalker's problems all stem from its terrible, terrible script and plot. (laughs) You can't yeah. fix that by doing reshoots and adding in bits of cut content. That doesn't work. Um, but yeah, in in this version that they're supposedly going to make or whatever, at the end, Baby Yoda just pops up at the end and is like, hey, Ray, I'm your granddad. That means that I fucked your mum. <laughs> yeah, it's like that tape of Russell Brand and Jonathan Ross, Saxgate. It's like that. <laughs> Baby Yoda exactly. and Ray just on the phone to, on the phone to Andrew Sachs. I'm your I'm your granddad. I fucked your, granddad. I fucked your, I fucked your grandma. <laughs> That's a very old reference. I wonder how many that people is, remember that. When yeah. was that? Like 2008? I don't even know. <laughs> just awful, awful human beings. Yeah. Um, and now Andrew Sachs is things. dead. So yeah, she'll feel bad. Exactly. Um, but anyway, none of that has anything to do with Frozen. I don't know how we got on. Oh, because you were saying that Olaf. No, Baby Sven. No, is baby Sven is cuter than Baby Yoda. Which is a complete lie, Paddy. <laughs> You're a fucking liar. <laughs> but you know, Baby Sven just didn't have enough screen time. You know, he's he only in like the first minute. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, but there's you know yeah there's there's Sven. There's a the little troll dudes. There's lots of cute stuff that they could market, and obviously then they've got the songs. Um, which were smash hits, all yeah. of the toys. And it wouldn't work without the songs, would it? Yeah, it's it's no surprise that this movie became a billion dollar property because it's incredibly marketable in every way, shape and form. And the fact that it has a, I think part of the reason why is that it has an empowered and driven lead female character, which obviously like young girls who watch this were going to look up to and appreciate you know, you compare you compare this to some of the other princesses in Disney's movies yeah. that, that obviously kids have loved as well. And there's a stark difference between this and, and any of the others. Um, where again, they were making those steps with Tangled. Where in, in Tangled, have you seen Tangled? Oh yeah, yeah. It's one yeah. of one of our faves. One of my wife's like all time favorite films. Yeah, where Rapunzel in that is very driven. Um, and determined but then also yeah the, the but there's also is... a goofy song with all the like hench lads in the tavern where they're singing about all the dreams they've got <laughs> which is great it's so I've good got a dream i've got a dream like everybody um, else i've got a dream yeah that's a that's a great song um and yeah so obviously rapunzel has that same kind of thing going for her where she is is driven but equally the the plot is kind of kicked off by flynn yeah um and they they kind of have this dual role where they're both it's, it's it's almost like an Aladdin and Jasmine rehash in Rapunzel, yeah. and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in a positive way because it works very well in Aladdin, and it works. He can very show well. her the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, 
and 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 they they work very well off each other whereas here they were doing something a bit different with frozen in that yeah you've got that duo in terms of anna and Kristoff together but equally you've got elsa doing her own thing and i think that really spoke to a lot of the young kids who are watching this movie that you have this character who's not dependent on the actions of other people to make her own decisions um and I think that that really spoke to a lot of people. And, and that's part of the reason why this movie was such a big hit and why Elsa costumes continue to be so popular at Halloween time and things like that. Yeah, for sure. And a, a big credit for that has to go to Idina Menzel for the voice and the song as well. Oh, yeah. Like, you just yeah. associate it with her and she is an incredible talent. Yeah. And, and the cast in general, I think, is, is perfect for this. You know, Kristen Bell... Uh, shout out to Kristen Bell for being great in everything. Yeah. Um, and she's 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 brilliant as 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 Anna in in these movies. Um, also forgetting Sarah Marshall, lest we yeah. forget how great that movie is. <laughs> another another um, film starring Russell Brand along with Saxgate, <laughs> the movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, and um, have you watched The Good Place? Yeah, I saw the first season and then need to catch up with the others. But yeah, I thought it was really good brilliant concept really well executed as well because it's the kind of thing that's very high concept that could go wrong really easily so the writing has to be really tight and it really works yes yeah, largely exactly. because of ted danson actually but. well that, that, that again it's one of those things where where it's very clever and very well written for what could be a, a quite complex idea um and yeah it's really great so yeah we we love her but but also you know John, jonathan groff as christoph Josh he Gad. is awesome um, he, he's King George in Hamilton. He was the guy who was good and then bad in Glee. You know, got a lot of time for him. Um, Alan Tudyk as well turns up. Um, as and the Duke Kieran of Weaseltown. <laughs> yep, and uh, and Kieran Hines as well. We love a bit of Kieran Hines. Do you know Kieran Hines? Uh, the name rings a bell, but I couldn't tell you. Fill me in. So he is um, he is Rock Grandpa um, in this, but then he's been in oh, all yep. sorts. So he was. Um, he was a big character in um, in Game of Thrones. Of um, very, very memorable character in Game of Thrones. He played Mance Raider, who is uh, the leader of the wildlings who live north of the Wall, um, who are meant to be sort of the equivalent of the Picts or the, the Scots, basically. Right, yeah. I was um, going to say, it sounds like the Scottish. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, but also he's in um, the Terror um he's been he's in all sorts basically and he's he's um yeah a very very established very excellent um actor and he's yeah he's the granddad rock man very good troll yeah. dad yeah <laughs> i love i love love troll dad um <laughs> so yeah so it's really well put together really memorable um lovely locations and a decent plot as well i think the plot of frozen works very well and it's yeah. this kind of adventure where you have a clear understanding of this person was told to fear who she was and fear her potential. This backfired massively. Um, she's setting out and recognizing who she is, but she also has to come to terms with her responsibilities and come to understand her responsibilities and go sure-footed towards them to become a better person. And I think that's a really strong, powerful message that you can become your own individual, but also you need to recognize with great power comes great responsibility yeah. almost hey and you need I to wonder... love yourself spider-man yeah you need to love yourself you need to recognize yourself and you need to also care for the people around you great message which yeah. isn't the message of frozen 2 no 
<laughs> so let's let's move on, shall we? From Frozen the to Frozen, Frozen two. two is let's have a cool fantasy adventure with some reindeer and some spirits and stuff. <laughs> the, the message and a water of, horse. The, the message of Frozen Two is your powers come from some weird conspiracy slash your bloodline which have we established calling back to our rise of skywalker thing again sorry <laughs> i fucking hate that that story trope why can't we let people with magic powers or special powers just have that why do we have to bring eugenics into every fantasy story but there's no palpatine figure is there no there's no palpatine figure but it's still oh it turns out that your mum was secretly you know this 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 descendant of these magical peoples and that's why you have your magic powers but oh look this all calls back to a conspiracy with your granddad aka palpatine oh so the, the granddad is palpatine the one the granddad who, like, the granddad is palpatine the yeah. one who is going to murder the forest people yes exactly exactly right right okay um so it all it all again comes back to heritage and bloodlines and i really that really annoys me because well, where of, else do you think they could have taken it for a sequel they could have just had, oh, you've got these random magic powers from somewhere. Who gives a shit? Let's just have an adventure. <laughs> like, why, why, why do they have to call back to... Why, why do they have to call back to that when the message of the original movie is recognise your own potential and live up to it wherever you come from? Whereas instead they've really specifically come down to, oh yeah, you all loved Elsa and you really related to her. Well, guess what? You're not a fucking princess descended from magic beings. Fuck you, little kids. <laughs> You ain't shit. You're all, sim- the, all the kids cried when they were watching it because of that. <laughs> You're more similar to Kristoff, who we don't know what to do with in this movie, so we can fuck around with a reindeer lover for like yeah. his entire runtime. But also gets a brilliant song. He has a brilliant song, but he has nothing to do in this movie. And 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 what really annoys me about Frozen 2, and I'm sorry, I, I think I established already in a previous episode, I don't like Frozen 2. And yeah. rewatching it did not make me like it anymore. It might have even made me like it a little bit less because I had more time to think about the thematic elements of it. Um, the first movie ends with the unity of her realizing, okay, I am my own individual, but I have these responsibilities and these people that I love and these people that I care for. Because part of Elsa's story arc is... I'm scared of taking on responsibility for the kingdom. Oh, no, wait, I can do that. I can do whatever I... I can do everything because I believe in myself. Because I'm the queen. Because I believe in myself. I can become queen because I believe in myself. Whereas this time around, she goes, yeah, fuck that. Hey, Anna, do you want to take over the kingdom for me? I'm going to go fuck off in the woods. And that's that's where the movie is. wouldn't you fuck off to the woods if you got the chance? No, they're weird people have sex with reindeer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's what i established it's a little outside of nature's laws yeah exactly as it says in the song <laughs> yeah, precisely um <laughs> yeah so, so it really it really frustrates me that the original movie has this strong message around elsa and then the second film because they didn't really know what to do i'm fairly certain part of the reason that frozen 2 exists is because the movie is a billion dollar property and they needed to yeah, make a second one <laughs> you know you very rarely see them make a sequel in fact it it, it hardly ever happens they very rarely make a sequel to a disney film that gets released in theaters it's normally yeah dump it onto tv or dump it onto video slash dvd yeah and the- no disrespect to the lion king 2 simba's pride and aladdin 2 <laughs> the return of jafar but i wouldn't have paid to see that in the cinema i would Whereas getting getting it in vhs from sainsbury's when i was off from school sick with the flu hell yes <laughs> I would I would offer all disrespect to those movies. Um, 
but but obviously they realize hey we can make massive bank on this outside of just making little tv shorts we can make a sequel but then they realized oh wait we need to write a sequel how do we do that with these characters when it all results and the so shorts well? are good too the right? shorts are good yeah um but but instead it'll they 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 resolved everything so well in the first story so you know um you had elsa recognizing self-belief and confidence and loving oneself and then also recognizing her responsibilities and living up to them the scenes at the end of the first frozen show a happy town a happy kingdom with her in control of it that's great you've got anna and christoph christoph growing uh, recognizing hey i can be around other people i don't have to be alone in the woods with my reindeer which is what lots of people whisper about when i'm around and probably why i got kicked out of my my ice family um Anna realizing yeah, that that's not dealt with, is it? That should have been the sequel. <laughs> that should have been the sequel. Um, Anna then recognizing, hey, I shouldn't fall in love with everyone I meet for the first time, and instead, there's this guy who genuinely cares for me, and I genuinely care for him. That's great. She's learned that message. Olaf's learned that sun is bad for snowmen, and the summer is bad for snowmen, but it's okay because he's got a little little sparkle over him, so it's all fine. His own personal flurry. Yeah. Um. And and so everything was resolved. So then how do they make a sequel without damaging that? And that's a question that they didn't answer because every single thing that they did with those characters damages that. Um, but does it matter? Yeah, it does because the movie's not very good. <laughs> it, I it, like it, it. It doesn't make Frozen 1 any worse. Frozen 1 still works really well as a standalone piece. This isn't like Rise of yeah. Skywalker making the entirety of Star Wars worse through its bad <laughs> plot points. Um, Ruined all Star Wars for you forever. Well, it, it kind of has, because when I think back to, spoiler alert for the rise of Skywalker, Palpatine's still alive, which means that Darth Vader's sacrifice at the end of Return of the Jedi doesn't fucking matter anymore. I don't think that's a spoiler, because his face is on the post. Well, yeah, it's not a spoiler, is it? But it means that the sacrifice... No, just every time you see him, even in the prequels, when he's like... Young, young, but not that young, sort of middle-aged silver fox diplomat Palpatine. You're thinking, he's fucking. <laughs> he's fucking. He's fucking everyone. He fucks. <laughs> Palpatine fucks. Um, yeah, <laughs> but but yeah. So so it, it it goes back, and by having him be alive, it ruins the sacrifice and the redemption of Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi, which is a bigger insult to Star Wars than any of the prequels, than anything in the Last Jedi. It's just a really fucking horrible thing to do from a storytelling perspective. Um, but that doesn't happen in Frozen 2. Frozen 2 doesn't undermine Frozen 1. Everything that happens in Frozen no. 1 is a nice self-contained story. And this is just a little additional shit. It's like you've done a really nice poo and then there's just that little bit at the end. <laughs> this, that's what Frozen 2 is. Um, because Sometimes the little bit at the end's better. You know, it's the icing on the cake. Sometimes it builds upon what you've already done. It makes it better. <laughs> no, this does not more, do that. More pleasing. So, so Elsa, Elsa's story is, I need to understand who I am. Hmm. You came to terms of who you were in the first movie. I think it would have been better if someone was like, do you want to know who you are? Do you want to know your history? And she said, no, I know who I am. This is my <laughs> sister who I love. This is my family okay. who I love. Do you want to go on This Is Your Life? No. Yeah, I don't want to go on This Is Your Life. I want to go <laughs> get drunk with my sister is what I wanted from this or, or what thematically would have made sense from this movie but instead she goes off on this journey which ties into her understanding who she is again which is what the first movie was about Anna and uh Christos relationship 
is on the rocks for no reason and they can't really speak yeah. to one another which makes even though sense. i really like frozen 2 that is the most annoying part is that every time he tries to propose to her she suddenly becomes like neurotic and paranoid and it's just like that's not who she is at all no no really annoying. no it, it doesn't make sense for either of their characters and basically it, it undoes both of their character arcs from the first movie as well and you're like are they trying to sort of clumsily parody that stuff from romantic comedies? Because if they are, it's not really worth No, they're not. They're just doing it, um, which is a big problem. Olaf... Just like Palpatine. Olaf is a beautiful king in this film. He has that amazing scene where he's explaining yeah. the plot to the the, um, the to the Arendelle soldiers and the reindeer fuckers. And he's explaining the events of Frozen 1. And they're saying, well, and there's that great bit where he goes, well, at least they've still got their parents to look out for them. Their parents are dead. Their parents are dead. <laughs> so funny. I was laughing. I laughed out loud the first time I saw this. And I laughed out loud again this second time that I watched it. Olaf is a joy in this film. Um, he is the redeeming quality of this movie. And I really, I yeah. really like him again. And he gets the little jaunty song. He about does. Understanding who he is. He does. Um, so, so base, if you've not seen Frozen 2, the plot is there's, there's these elements and they've been unleashed by Elsa accidentally uh-oh, she's got to go off on an adventure and find out about these elements. Um, yeah, but she was hearing a voice before that. She so was. she did it because she was hearing the voice. Yeah. The nice singing voice. Yeah, the nice singing voice that then becomes a refrain, <laughs> comes a refrain through several of the songs, which is a nice touch. Musically, this film is good. I wouldn't say it's as good as Frozen 1. I know lots of people say that Into the Unknown is better. Those people are wrong. I prefer it. You're wrong. This is... But I think part of... <laughs> Part of that is that not just that the songs from Frozen 1 have been so overplayed all the time. I and mean, even though they're good, it's like they're everywhere. And there's so much a part of like people's consciousness that songs that are like that, but building upon it in a new and exciting way, just seem better to me. And that's what it comes down to. I think a lot of people have said that, but that's only because they're sick of hearing Let It Go. Because <laughs> that, that song continues to be everywhere. But it's not as good as the yeah. first one. It's, it's very good. It's very good. Don't get me wrong. The music musically this is still an excellent film and if you want some bops there's nowhere worse there's nowhere better to look than here you know it's, yeah. it's a it's a it's a very good film for those bops and there's a very good version of it by panic at the disco that plays over the credits followed up by a version of the reindeer song by weezer so you know nothing wrong with that i'd like to hear slipknot's version of yeah. uh as <laughs> an open the door Olaf song when i <laughs> when i am older Love it's an open door with you, with you, with you, I can actually you. see that. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, we finish each other's sandwiches. And then they smash on, yeah, they smash the on a drum. Cl- clown hits a bin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so, so uh, anyway, where, where was I? Right. Uh, yeah. So, so, so they set off on this adventure and then they find the reindeer people who are all like, we're the mysterious people who live in the woods. But also there's some soldiers from Arundel there. Um, so it turns out that there's this big conspiracy with, with um, Elsa's granddad. Yeah, then there's, this, there's a flashback to them with their parents and their mum singing them a song and their dad telling them something about how the reindeer people fucked them or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. Um, but, but all of that goes dad on. Dad who looks like he just walked off the set of The Crown. <laughs> Precisely. Um, and all of that happens and and basically then it's all about finding these spirits so you've got a cute little salamander which is underused and is just there to sell toys you've got the wind spirit which is just a gust of wind 
which doesn't really do anything. Then you've got lovely water horse, yeah. um, which is fine. The magical horse. Yeah, ma- the magical Two horse. Two weeks in a row we're talking about a magical horse. <laughs> yeah, we've got another magical horse here. Um, Next week it'll be Sea Biscuit. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then every episode after that, we'll turn switch over to being a podcast about Bojack Horseman. Oh, man, I would really love that. We should do a Bojack. Which would actually be great. We should do a Bojack. I'm sure there already is a Bojack podcast there, yeah. I'm sure. Um, um, and then there's the big rock giants who are not as cute as the little stone trolls and they're the air no. spirits and they're really angry and they, they are, but they don't talk No, unlike the like snow giant man who says go away. They yeah. They just anything. go rah. Um, but it turns out that actually there's a fifth spirit and that fifth spirit is Elsa because she can't just be a random person who knows how to use magic she has to be descended from magic users and also be the magical fifth spirit the fifth element yeah as it were be the literal bridge between the elements and the human yeah. world she is the the fifth which i really i like that because that's like a really lofty fantasy epic thing in a kid's film i think that's what i really like about frozen 2 is that because it's it's like a kid's film but it feels to me like i'm watching something like lord of the rings or whatever because it's like set up in that way i i and i just thought that was really enjoyable and not what i expected i like it because the plot's a complete ripoff of the movie the fifth element um yes which is, that is true which is it's exactly <laughs> what they're doing here um directed by jean-luc goddard yeah. um <laughs> by luc besson um but um but yeah but that's what they're doing here and i I kind of understand your point there that um that it it feels a bit more like a fantasy epic and i kind of like that as well but i don't feel as though they really do enough with it and and speaking of lord of the rings i between christmas and new year we in the household the gordon household have rewatched the lord of the rings trilogy oh sweet um and did you do the extended version no because we do not have that time (laughs) to do that Hey, me and Adam did those in one day. Once, oh, really? Wow. Wow. When we were young men. I do. I do. It's, tw- it's 12 hours. I do. There's, yeah, there's two discs for each film <laughs> yeah. and each one is two, is like two hours. So six discs, two hours. Yeah, I, 12 hours. I remember yeah. that the first, the first one's only about three hours, the extended cut. And you're like, okay, yeah, that's doable. And you watch it and you're like, yeah, that was fine. And then you look at the others and it's like four hours four and a half hours this is what we've yep. got to watch now um like, oh, there's another battle come on <laughs> and, <laughs> show me the spider and, and bits of it work really well like i think in the first one you've got galadriel giving out the gifts and having more of the time to talk with each of the individual characters of the fellowship which adds a mm. lot um in the final one and there's a lot of um hugo weaving furrowing his brow yeah, and going mm, i'm not sure about this um, and then in the final one, you've got the mouth of Sauron, who's the really creepy dude who looks like he's wearing a Slipknot mask. And I love that scene. Yeah. And that's really good. Um, and they also didn't add in all the nonsense that I thought they might. Like Tom Bombadil is still nowhere to be seen. Oh, the nerds want that I'm, so badly. I'm so glad they? Tom Bombadil doesn't turn up in the extended cuts. Um, Tom Bombadil is a dick. Tom Bombadil <laughs> drinks real ale and talks to you about it endlessly. <laughs> Tom, t- Tom Bombadil talks all about how his tech startup is going to disrupt public transport. That's who t- Tom Bombadil <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's the Elon Musk of the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly who he is. Um, but, um, but yeah, and so I kind of see the parallels here, but it as someone who really loves kids fantasy stuff or or who used to really love kids fantasy stuff 
um when you were a kid when i was a kid and i still love it now you know um i'm thinking of things like earth sea like his dark materials oh god yeah like the hobbit did you watch his dark materials recently? no no i i still haven't watched it oh um, i've man. heard it's very have you good. even seen the first no series? no i haven't it's really good it's really really good very faithful to the books there was one choice they made thing they changed in the second series recently that i didn't like other than that it's really really good and like they the role of the magisterium is a bit more expanded and stuff, and there's a few kind of key changes, but it's it's really really well done, and I think they've really pulled it. Has the second series? Does that cover the subtle knife? Or... Yeah. Okay, that's cool. But um, interestingly, the first series kind of weaves in bits of the subtle knife, so I oh, won't spoil okay. it for you. But it follows Will and Lyra's story at the same time. Oh, that is interesting. So the second series begins when they meet. Um, so yeah, it's. It's it's really good. That is interesting. I'm. Mm, I will have to watch it. Does a polar bear and it has a banging theme do, tune? Do, as well. Does a polar bear rip off another polar bear's jaw? Because I remember that from the books when I was yes. reading them as a kid and thinking, "Oh, that's quite graphic." <laughs> yes, that happens. Oh dear. <laughs> and Lin Manuel Miranda's there, and he goes, "What? <laughs> oh my god!" Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I do need to watch it. But but when I think of that's the thing is i think of those kind of stories when i was a kid like um like i said earthsea is the one that i've always loved so the most um, i've been rereading trying to reread it recently I'm, I'm on my big wheel of time reread as ah, well but i'm ah. dropping in bits of earthsea as well as so i already read before i go to bed i always try and read fiction before going to bed instead of looking at bullshit on my phone oh so that's good i i am currently my, reading a book fancy called, time called horror store which is like a ghost story set in ikea and it's it's very <laughs> sounds great. It's very fun. So so there's been all these weird things going on at this IKEA knockoff, um, and the manager is making a couple of people stay behind after hours to find out what's going on. And it turns out that there's been ghostly shit happening. And it's yeah, it's good fun. And the whole thing is sort of framed that the 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 um the artwork and the design of the book is like an ikea catalog so between each chapter it's got a different product and a little blurb about it and a little blueprint and things like that um which is yeah it's it's very well done i'm i'm liking that horror brilliant. store quite a lot um I'll, I'll send you a link to it at some point it's yeah, it's, yeah please it's, do. it's good um but but yeah that's what i that's what i think of i think of things like earthsea and i don't think frozen 2 goes quite far enough partly because they don't no. know what to do with all their characters and elsa's story i have my issues with elsa's story because a lot of it revolves around kind of undoing and redoing what happened in the first movie and i really don't like the fact that at the end she doesn't go back to arendelle because it seems as though that's kind of taking away the responsibility aspect of the first film which i don't necessarily think is the right message for her character um but at least her right. adventure is exciting and interesting and you've got all those nice visuals of her with the other elements and things like that but the issue is yeah. they don't know what to do with anybody else no. and that's the real problem with frozen 2 is they don't i think i maybe i get i get really swept up in the visuals and the aesthetic of it and the adventure and the songs and all that stuff that's enough for me you know yeah, I, I I subconsciously know that they don't know what to do with Kristoff and they don't know what to do with Olaf apart from to give him his song about growing up, which is very nice. But yeah, no, I I think you're right, but I also don't care. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, I I do care, and I think I think even worse than that, I think is they don't really know what to do with Anna apart from get her to do kind of what she did in the first movie and be this grounding presence for Elsa. Yeah. And you think, well, and to do a weepy rubbish song after she thinks Elsa's dead. Yeah, and and you kind of think, well. 
do something more with her. She could be much more in this story than in the first one. The first one is all about Elsa's powers and, you know, Anna is that grounding influence. Maybe this story is more about Anna or maybe it's about them all working cooperatively to um to to sort out this threat in the same way. I, I don't know if you ever watched The Last Airbender, not the not the terrible movie, but the the original animated show no i always meant to it's one that's sort of up there in the anime canon isn't it yeah because it's very good and uh sorry to put on put i'll put on my nerd glasses one second and excuse me paddy but it's okay it's, i'm looking forward to hearing about tom pompadil it's, it's actually not anime because it's not made by a japanese studio it's actually made oh yes that is that is correct my studio, apologies i'm afraid i'm afraid to tell you i'm i'm just going to now send my ten thousand twitter followers to go and send you hate messages for getting that fact wrong i'm afraid i'm sorry but we we have to um we have to really gatekeep our community like this to stop anyone else from from getting involved in liking animated shows. I'm sorry if you are offended that I'm a massive racist. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're offended. There's my apology done. Let's move <laughs> Love on. It. Um but but yeah, that, but yes, I did know that. Sorry. And and that does that that show does a really good job of having all of its characters play a productive part in in the adventure, even the ones that don't have magic powers. And here they think, okay, we've got Elsa. Oh, she can do the magic. That's fine. What do we do with everybody else? Mm, not really sure. And so they don't really do anything. And then they add in these additional characters, which also don't really do anything. So I remember in the in the in the PR for this movie that came out, all of the promotional stuff, there was the 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 young reindeer loving girl who was everywhere in the promotional stuff. And you thought, oh, who's this mysterious new character? Well, she's barely in it. And then yeah. none of them are really in it and none of them really do anything. And you kind of think, well, maybe they could have joined Elsa on the adventure instead. And yeah, and, and yeah. then I would, I would have loved a reindeer adventure. I think there's enough good reindeer content in this film. Don't get me wrong, but I love reindeer and I want a reindeer adventure. Yeah. And, and I, I, I just think that they, so I tell you, I ate reindeer a lot when I was in the Arctic. Is it nice? Is it tasty? really tasty so, i so take it it's a bit it like, like reindeer meatballs every day i take day. it it's Delicious. a bit like venison yeah 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 um but yeah I just, I just think they could have done more with with the material they had and so the plot isn't necessarily wrong i do have my issues with it thematically but that core plot of there's these weird elements elsa has to go off and, and sort out what's going on with the help of everybody else um turns out that she's related to it in some way they solve it everything's okay again that's a fine plot i think that's got a lot of potential there but i just think the way that they delivered it it isn't strong enough and do you not think there's a lot of potential in the kind of exploring who you are in terms of your past and your parents and that kind of thing because their parents are dead they died in a ship they don't know that much about it and then they find they find out that they died because they were searching for the the source of Elsa's magic. So she feels like it's her fault. And then she has to come to terms with that by riding the magic horse. I like that part of it. Oh, yeah, no, I like that as well. I just don't like the fact that it all ties into this destiny nonsense. And I think right. if you're doing shows... But it is a Disney film. <laughs> it is a Disney film, but Aladdin didn't have a destiny, did he? He was a... Of course he did. He's the diamond in the rough. <laughs> he's, he's the diamond in the rough, but he's not... He's not secretly the king of some other place, is he? You yeah, know? he is. He's the Prince Ali of Ababwa. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Is, is 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 He's this diamond in the rough, but he didn't come from heritage. He is just this guy. And I know that they added the King of Thieves, who's Aladdin's dad in the third 
straight to DVD movie or whatever shit came out. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? I haven't seen that, but Claire described the plot to me and it sounded awful. It's fucking awful. Terrible. <laughs> Aladdin's dad. Even the film nobody wanted. Even young idiot Rob, who loves everything to do with Aladdin, took one look at that and thought, no, I do not want this in my life. Um but that's the, that's the kind of thing is is that works great. You've then got Is that better or worse than the Prince of Persia movie? See, I've got a confession to make here. Prince what? Prince of Persia movie is actually really good. And is it is it not even a shit piece? Is it actually good? <laughs> it's actually good. It's got its issues, namely that for a movie set in Persia about the Prince of Persia, everyone in it is white apart from Ben Kingsley. <laughs> that's a big problem. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> of course, if it was going to be anyone, it would be Ben Kingsley as yeah. well. That's exactly his kind of film. Yeah, and, and, and so that is a big problem, and I don't think you can sweep over it. But in terms of it being a, a fun adventure movie, it's actually pretty damn good. Um, I right. I stand the Prince of Persia movie. It is much better than people give it credit for. Um, is there romance in it? Could we talk about it? We could talk about it. Yeah, let's do, let's put let's put that on All the right. list to talk let's, about let's at some point that. this year. because yeah. um, it's yeah, it is actually quite good fun, and it's kind of a shit piece, but equally it's enjoyable and it's not really stupid so it 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 it, it, it works pretty well it's it's one of the better um video game movies i suppose um but but yeah you're right that the the having a look at their past and coming to terms of it i think is is something interesting that this movie could have done but i don't think it did it in a satisfactory way and i think it all rounded it out around this destiny nonsense that kind of undermined the sacrifice of the parents as well um and just made it feel a bit cheap and it made it feel a bit lazy which is exactly what the first frozen wasn't yeah i guess it was a lot to live up to yeah yeah um see i, w- I went into it i think with, with an open mind just in- expecting a bit of cheap fun and that's exactly what it was i did not i went into it demanding that i hated this film and nitpicked every every moment <laughs> no I, I went into it i went i went into it thinking oh yeah people have said this is pretty good hopefully it's pretty good and then not enjoying it and i think it like i said it hasn't it's not awful it doesn't undermine what the first frozen did but i don't feel that i need to ever watch this movie again um and i don't think it is i don't think it's a very good film um particularly when it's also special to me because we went to see it with eric at baby cinema last year and he seemed to like actually pay attention to it and that was really nice and when the panic at the disco version came on over the credits he started screaming so you know (laughs) But like in a good way, like he was trying to sing along. Okay. As okay. only like a baby can do. <laughs> As opposed to just crying relentlessly. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think if you compare this to something like Brave, which I know is a Pixar movie, but it's... It's, it's a know, fair comparison. Yeah. Um, Brave has a, a similar message about empowerment and responsibility, and I think it does a really good job of it. Um, and has Billy Connolly. So. <laughs> exactly. Um, you've got Moana, which is an absolute gem of a film. Um, yeah. or, or Tangled, as previously mentioned. And I think all of them stand up a lot more than Frozen 2 does. Um, and I don't know what Disney is doing next. Do you know what Disney is doing next? There's a, yeah, there's a thing with Lin-Manuel Miranda. They did like a little teaser. I think it's called Encanter. It's like a, um, a Latin music-based film, I believe. They did a very short teaser trailer for it recently. I think it comes out next year or this year. or with I think. I might be wrong. But... Obviously, it's going to be great. So, is he going to act in it or direct or? 
he seems like the kind of guy who writes the theme tune and sings the theme tune. So yeah, I think he's going to be all over Write it. The theme tune, sing the theme tune. No, he's he's definitely directing it, but I don't know what he's um whether he'll be in it. Okay, not. I'm just looking it up. So the film is centered on a young girl and her family in Colombia who all have magical powers. Sadly, the young girl has no powers. That sounds cool. Right. I I like yeah. that as an idea. Um. Which yeah, I, I I think that could work pretty well. I'm excited to hear more about this movie. Yeah, um, but um, Pixar's new one, Soul. Have you watched that? Haven't watched it yet. No, it's really good. We watched it on Christmas Day, which is the day that it came out, and uh, I'm sure you're aware it has a score by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. <laughs> yes, I am aware of this, and the score um, is really good. Yeah. Um, did you watch the other one that they did this year, Onward? Yeah, I loved is Onward. That good? In terms of yeah, being like a f- having that fantasy epic element, but for kids. It absolutely nailed it for me, and it was um, it sort of sent it up as well. It was a, a kind of a send up of that kind of Dungeons and Dragons style story, whilst also having like real heart. It was it was really good. I loved oh, it. Oh, cool! Because it got pretty mixed reviews, didn't it, when it came out? Um, it did. Yeah, I think that was like it really, really goes for it on the kind of high fantasy tropes, and a lot of that stuff I think really goes over people's heads. Like there are a lot of there's like there's a whole bit with a gelatinous cube and stuff. Oh, amazing! Which I think people find quite bizarre. But I think you'd like it. Yeah, cool. I will watch it. We still. Well, we could talk about it sometime. Yeah, because it's about brotherly love. Oh, there we go. That's that's sufficient. So yeah, maybe that's something that we could talk about. Um, yeah, I do have a movie already picked for next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is all stuff we'll get around to, but Soul, I, I really recommend Soul as well. It's um, it's a really, really interesting concept, and it goes in directions that you don't expect it to go. It's a bit like Inside Out in terms of trying to explore things about the mind and the body that people... Did you see Inside Out? Oh, I love, I love Inside Out. Yeah, yeah. So Soul is like Inside Out 2.0. It cool, kind of okay. builds on it in an interesting way, or go, takes that in a different direction, I guess. Anyway, you'll, you'll see what I mean when you watch it, but it's uh, it's quite out there. But I like it. I think it's very ambitious and very bold, and I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. I um, I look forward to that. Um, but yeah, so so is there anything else you want to say about Frozen before we round out? Um, no, just that it's it's good and it's nice and, you know, enjoy it because everything's hellish and it's a nice thing, even though it's a, it's a billion-dollar property for a reason. You know, it's it's nice. Do you like the little snowmen that they added to Frozen 2? Yes. And, yeah, I've forgotten what they're called, but the little happy snowmen that run around. Yeah. Love those guys. I don't know what they're called either. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're fun, aren't they? They're cute. They're a nice little marketing tool to use and to sell to kids. Yeah. But they're, they're yeah. fun. Which is they're ultimately fun. what it's yeah. all about. Yeah. But this is the good end of that, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I've got a little bit of trivia. All right. Um. So, uh, according to Jennifer Lee, who is obviously one of the directors, um, Anna is 18 years old in the events of Frozen 1, um, while Elsa and Kristoff are 21, and Hans is 23. Oh, all right. Um, so, yeah, so they are youngish in here. Um, there's also a hidden Mickey Mouse doll in one of the shelves uh, in the oh, trading There's always post. one, isn't there? Um Shout out to Big Summer Blowout family. They're really funny. Wondering Oaken. Yeah. Big Summer Blowout. People think that he's gay because there's like a man in there with all the kids and he goes, Yoohoo family. But it's never been confirmed by Disney. Uh, blatantly not because Disney would never put an outwardly gay character in anything for fear of no. marketing. Um, Still waiting for that cowards. one. 
You hear me, Disney? You cowards. <laughs> I know you listen every week, Walt. You told us LeFou was going to be gay and he wasn't, you fucking dicks. Yeah, I, yeah. where was the gay sex scene in Beauty and the where Beast? Where was the uncensored gay <laughs> sex scene in Beauty and the Beast? It does annoy me. It really annoys me the way that they are manipulative yeah, yeah. like this. Because they also, they often play up to the idea that, that Elsa might not be straight as well, which is something that a lot yeah. of fans have, have picked up on and kind of ridden with that idea. And um, and Disney doesn't deny it. And they're like, oh, maybe, who knows? And then they never do anything with it because they're afraid, yeah. because they don't want to upset the conservative right in America, and more importantly, worldwide markets, which is the main reason why they don't do it. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. But it's 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 cynical and it's cowardly and put gay people in your films, you cowards. The only way to solve it is to have, like, frozen three lesbian reindeer killers <laughs> or whatever. That is, is that lesbians who kill reindeers or people who kill lesbian reindeers? Bit of both. Because the second one would go down very well in places like Alabama. Yeah. Is that what you meant by international markets? <laughs> That's what I meant by international markets. Um, uh, so, uh, also, obviously, you've got um, Adam Tud- Alan Tudyk, who plays the, the Duke of Weselton. Um, but then he's also Duke Weaseltown in Zootopia. Ah, yes, that's right. Um, which is also a good Which one. I've not seen, but I've heard is is good. Yeah, it's worth watching. Yeah. Um, it's not as good as Frozen or Frozen 2, but it's again, it's it's, a, it's fun. It's quite goofy, quite silly. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's good. I, yeah, I need to, need to get around. Um, it is about a cop, though. Oh, fucking cops. A little, little bunny cop. Narc. Bunny narc. Yeah. It's basically how to be a narc, but be a cute bunny at the same time. Be a narc, be a narc. Um, but then there's some like e- evil experimenting on animal stuff that she busts, so it's not all bad. Oh, okay. okay. Spoiler alert for Zootopia. I think that's what happens. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to give it a watch. Um, yeah, so, so that'll do. That'll do for, for trivia. Um, so how are we gonna? Good, how good. are we gonna rate this? Uh, let's see. How many years have your people been trapped in the mist? Or should we should we rate each one on its own? Yeah. So if you use trapped in the mist for the first one, and then how many superfluous bl- brothers do you have, which lead you to try and commit treason? <laughs> That's good. That's good. So that way, this is frozen. Frozen one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's give it a sixteen. Let's go high. You know, it's it's good. It's a kids' film that stands up to many many rewatches. It's good for all the family. And I feel like the more I keep watching it, as the more my son grows up, he's going to enjoy it, and it's going to become a fixture in our family. He loves his Olaf. You know, it's like it's a it's a special film. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, it's I'm nice. going to go one higher with a seventeen. I think this is a great movie, fully deserving of the praise that it's had. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we love a bit of love a bit of Frozen, and then for Frozen two, it's it's what was it? How many men are lost in the mist yeah how many how many years have your people been lost in the mist since there was the big battle and the spirits got angry and put the mist in the forest and stuff okay so how many years for you um i'm gonna go just one lower and go 15 Ooh, I say. just to acknowledge that you know obviously frozen one is frozen and it's like this kind of big thing but i still really really like frozen two and i sometimes i think that it is better 
but I think maybe that is just because I've seen Frozen 1 so much, so many times. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't necessarily always decide, but I'll go one lower just to reflect that. Whereas 50. whereas I do not like this movie. Um, the songs are good, though. Olaf makes me laugh. Sometimes it's pretty, so it's going to get a seven from me. Um, but That's quite low. Story-wise, I think it's a real disappointment. So You can't spell Olaf without laugh. <laughs> Exactly, or Ola. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm Feliz not. A, I'm not a fan. I yeah. I, it, it disappointed me, um, and it disappointed me again on the second watch. And I was hoping that maybe I'd just been in a bad mood the first time I saw it. But yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't like it. Come at me, internet. Come give me your hate messages and say why do you hate this movie? How well, the dare you? Two stands are going to. How come dare out. you? You've made little Olaf cry. The reindeer people are going to be very upset. <laughs> be furious with me. Um, yeah, I, it's, I don't like it at all. I'm afraid. Tom Bombadil's going to come for you. <laughs> Tom Bombadil's going to come, dancing his little dance, and yeah, that, that's all I really remember up Tom Bombadil. He's basically God, and he dances a little jig and he smokes weed. Yeah, a guy who sings and runs through some long grass, sings a jaunty song that goes on for 10 pages in italics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all it is. That's all it is. Um, Bullshit. So, up next, we're in a new era, Paddy, by the time the next episode comes out. It's going to be 2021. It's going to be the future. But I think... Oh for, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. But I think for the future, we also need to learn from the past, as well as looking to the future. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch a movie set in the future, but that has the same plot as Frozen 2. And we're going to watch <laughs> The Fifth Element, which okay. which has romance. It has loads of romance. So I feel justified in putting this. Very in. good. Very good. I don't think I've seen it in about 15 years. Yeah, I've not seen I it. In a, barely I've not it. seen it in a very long time myself. Um. I, I remember that Tricky is in it, so it's blatantly the best movie of all time because Tricky's in it. Yep. Tricky from um, Under the Cherry Moon. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The guy who says, I'm a werewolf bitch, kiss my ass. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> listen, go back and listen to episode number 100 if you want to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I was, I really wanted to choose a movie that was set in 2021 but this isn't, and the the movie. I was going to say, is is it set? If uh, what, it's, it's not, no, like no, no. that'd be amazing if it yeah. was. Um, there is a movie set in twenty twenty one, but I really wanted to speak about, but I don't think it's got sufficient romance in, which is uh, Johnny Mnemonic. Which have, oh, have you God. ever watched Johnny Mnemonic? No, I've never seen it. No, I'm vaguely aware of it. I I but. love that movie, but I don't think it's got sufficient romance. Um, to 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 cover it off in this but maybe i'll give it a rewatch and then maybe i'll pick it up another time if it does but i think i think unfortunately we can't pick that up all right sounds good though yeah it's got keanu reeves and cyberpunk and hyper intelligent dolphins i'm not even kidding I that, appreciate is a major, all of those things. that is a major plot point in the film is hyper intelligent <laughs> dolphins it's great sold Oh dear. Alrighty. All right. 2021 is here. We hope you enjoy our show. Um, thank you for being with us through 2020. We really appreciate it. And we hope you enjoyed Frozen and Frozen 2. And if you didn't watch them, go and watch them because they're nice and enjoyable and let yourself enjoy a thing, you know, because life is hard. It is. Life is tough. It's full of terrifying things. Go and play in snow when you can. 
Yeah. But it's a, it's a new year. So, you know, ap- appreciate that and enjoy watching films and then listening to us talk about them, which we really appreciate you doing. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, you can, if you want to give us money, there's a link in our show notes. Give us money through our ACAS supporter page. It's just a one-off thing. Like, think of it like a tip jar. You can find us on Twitter at Big Boys Don't Pod. On the emails, Big Boys Don't Cry Podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch. Yeah, tell me why I'm wrong. Get, get yeah. in touch. Tell, tell me Rob that Frozen that 2 wrong. is better because it has a big water horse in it. <laughs> yeah, like, get in touch. Tell me why I'm awful and don't deserve to be on the internet. Yeah, that's true. Why you should be cast into the unknown. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week to talk about The Fifth Element. Alrighty, bye-bye. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you.